Hi, welcome to the A3L Podcast. My name is Kayode Oguta. It's always a pleasure to be in your space every single week. Today, we're bringing to you a fresh new episode of the A3L Podcast, and we've called it the new leadership driver. Why did we call it the new leadership driver? If you remember last week, we spoke to you about the swap mindset, and the week before, we spoke about reshaping the space in which you're doing. Now, one of the things that we've come to realize is the fact that businesses, or organizations or countries that would win in post-pandemic times must understand that they must not just be good at managing change, but they must be good at creating and leading change. So you must be the one creating those changes. Otherwise, you'll become irrelevant. You must go ahead of the curve in being the one leading the changes that would take place in organizations. So companies and organizations, even countries, must understand that they must be in the forefront of creating and leading changes. The challenge with that is the father. Many people, many organizations always tend towards stability, towards certainty. We do not like uncertainty, but uncertainty is the new rule of the game. No one is certain of anything about tomorrow. So the new thing that will drive leadership is because of the father. You know what? We are on, we're, all of us are on a certain time. And for us to win, we must maximize uncertainty. And the only way you can maximize uncertainty is to do what? Is to be good at creating a managing Now, nothing must be given as being sacrosanct and as being um, uh, not open towards change. Now, if you are going to manage change, you must understand that if you do not respond and adapt to the things that will make you win on change, then you will become irrelevant. So... Everyone from governments, from companies to individuals, non-profits have come to a new reality. And that this reality will bring a negative impact on you, on your processes, if you do not manage change. Now, if anything about the recent experience has taught us is that the ability to adapt, the ability to adapt, to operate in a new normal, in a new world, is going to be the key towards surviving. <coughs> so leaders and leadership must come to con- conclusion or come to a place where they have to understand, you know what? We've got to create the changes that we would need. If we do not come that and if we do not come to that, then we will not win. So the only way is that businesses, leaders, and countries must become agile. They must be agile from top to bottom. They must be agile. The speed of disruption is massive. And the real thinking is how would business work? when nothing is certain any longer how would your business work how would your company work when nothing is certain any longer how would you deliver value when nothing is certain any longer so you must think about what agility in fact agility is rapidly establishing itself as the great equalizer so any company that is not agile will be found to be inevitably defeated in this time so you cannot win if you do not know how to respond to things that are taking place. So if businesses globally are not able to adapt to and and um, and um, adapt to what's going on, they will become relevant. So many companies have, have filed for bankruptcy. You know why? They're not agile. They're not they're not being able to create the kind of changes that would be necessary to win in this pandemic time. So everything, everything have found out that you know what? If we're going to survive, we're going to we're going to we're going to be agile. Now, in adapting to these changes, one thing, has, one thing has come out is the fact that those that are good at creating and managing changes will be the ones that would win. In fact, many times there's been a lot of 
a lot of um, trainings have taken place, a lot of industry about managing change, managing change. And many times, I think it was John Cotter that said that 30% of change is only uh, um, as successful. Majority of changes do not succeed. And those, are, those, and those times have really passed. We're not talking about managing changes any longer. We're talking about the fact that businesses must create those changes. Businesses must lead those changes. Otherwise, they'll become irrelevant. I remember one of the authors who said, you are going to change or die. And now, many people, many people understand why we need to change i mean if you if come, come from a health perspective and you go to your nutri, uh, your your surgeon or your doctor your general practitioner who talks to you about health he will tell you that probably maybe do more exercises probably you do more um more healthy living take um take out um, um cigarette take out alcohol and probably take out fats from your from a diet but everybody knows but very few people will do now the reason why very few people will do is because very few people are good at creating the changes that are necessary for you to win now and the truth about it is the fact that if you do not create the changes that are necessary for you to become healthy it's inevitably that the disease state will continue will progress rapidly and at the end of the day you the, the person will be a dead person now it's not just information that that matters. So information has it's it's um, is ubiquitous. What has happened is the fact that organizations must learn to create and manage and, and lead those changes. It's the new way to lead in this. Um, it is it is um it is new normal. So when you understand that, you become that agility becomes a key driver and benchmark of every successful operation. So someone like someone said, like you know, the um, the dinosaurs did not win because they could not adapt to the earth. Now that's that's change, that's managing change. But today, even even the even the even animals that are, that are good that survived on the earth, if they do not adapt to the realities of the post-pandemic times, they would go into extinction. And that's just the real truth. It's not just adaptation. It's not just not just ability to manage um, things. No, it's the ability to lead. If you're not leading, then someone somewhere will take you out. So when we talk about these things, we're talking about the fact that there are many things that organizations and leaders must come into reality with. You must understand that you must become agar. And you must be agar from top to the bottom. You must be agar from top to bottom. For you to be agar, you must be flexible. You must understand that speed is key. You must understand that every crisis but new opportunities you must understand that connectivity is oxygen you cannot do without it these are really really very important things for leadership to to come into understanding with because of these when leaders come into an understanding of this kind of thing then they come to a conclusion that you know what these are not just ordinary times there's a new driver and the driver is that businesses Leaders must be agile, must be agile. And how do you become agile in an inflexible world? How do you make your organization to become responsive? How do you make your organization to become flexible? Especially when an organization is full of uh, bureaucracy. Now, those are the things that really, really would should be driving the thought process of leaders. Because if you're... If you're um, organization if your country is so bureaucratic and you cannot adapt you cannot uh, you're not flexible and you cannot win then you will lose out in this pandemic time recently um, the german chancellor uh, Merkel did something she 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 broke out what i call the pandemic um, relief package for europe 
and it was clear that she herself that was always against uh, free funds or free money for countries was the one that ran it. You know, what is important is that some of the major philosophies that was had that drove us to where we are would not be able to make us flexible and win. And if survival and growth is what we want, then we may have to drop away some of our thinking caps. We may have to drop some of the things that are not really working for us. So the things we now need to do is to find out what do we think really would work in these pandemic times? What do we think really would work in this pandemic time? Those are the reasons why organizations have to begin to think in a new way, in a new way. And that's, there's no other way to think about that than to say, you know what? We're here for the long haul. We're here to win. We're here to make sure that nothing, nothing, nothing will change what's going on with us. So if I, continue my discussion i will look at it further change and those that will change are the ones that will create what i call the benefit of a new dimension of performance now if you do not change like peter Drucker said idea plus execution plus benefit will would create what performance now if you do not change your organization if you do not change the way you're doing things the way you're innovating the way you're processing things in your organization then it's important that Disruption would take you out. And finally, we've come to realize one thing that because of what's taking place, there are a lot of things driving, driving disruption. You know, I mean, costs is there, events are there, the, the global crisis is there, in, in, um, inventions are there, growth is there. So many things are really driving these inventions. But organizations that win will make sure that, you know what, that we are the ones creating those changes. Because because <clears throat> inertia is not something that we need to do. Inertia is not something that we can that we that we can hold on to. We're going to determine that we're going to create the changes necessary for our organizations to thrive. That's why it's important that organizations must know the things that they need to do at this time. They must understand that winning in the pandemic time is going to be different. Winning in the pandemic time is going to be different. So, organization that's going to win has to create as many changes. Now, there are many changes taking place in different industries. And there no in, there's no industry that is actually immune from this. But the most important thing you must understand is how do you lead your organization straight? How do you lead your team? How do you lead your people through these changes? Because these changes are phenomenal. These changes are once in a generation kind of changes. So you must lead your people through it. And you must not wait to manage. When, when changes come, then you manage those changes. No, you're not managing. You're going to be creating. You're going to be at the forefront. You're going to create flexible organizations that can be agile and can with work with speed to be able to make sure that they win. So many things have taken place, you know. And like I said to so, someone recently, one of the things that's taking place that which leaders come to have come to good conclusion about is the fact that we're living in a time in which work has been has been redefined. Before work is a place that you go to, but now work is something that you do. So leaders have to have to imagine how is that going to affect our organization. So how is it going to affect our organization? How are we going to change our processes to to, um, to do that? Now, after the pandemic, 
most organizations found out that maybe people were working harder, they were working smarter. But the truth about it is the fact that many organizations have become unhealthy. And I will explain that to you in a short while. Why would I say they become unhealthy? Now, people need connection. People need connectivity. If people are not connected to other people, then there's no organizational culture. So if there's no organizational culture, and do not forget that it's culture that really determines the kind of people that we are in an organization. So if we're not connecting to ourselves, then really we're not really building organizational culture. Then culture is being, is becoming it's becoming abstract, it's becoming digital. Now, that cannot really, really work. And another thing that is good to, that leaders are, are, are thinking about is the fact that how do you onboard new people into your, into your processes? Yeah, the people who are there on time, they're working, they're doing well. But how do you onboard newer people? How do you onboard newer people? How would they learn from different cross-functional teams when everybody's in their houses? Those are things that have come up. How do you onboard them? How do you now, how do you not necessarily just um, having what they call it, lessons learned um, um, inventory, but how do you onboard them so that people that come into your organization will have the benefits of the organizational knowledge that they, can, they are working with? And that comes with mentoring people, that comes with coming in contact with people, knowing people in their intimate ways, in their, in their, in their, in their, in their natural habitats, and some of those things are really not there any longer. So, Organizations that would have to win have to know how to create changes that would manipulate all these things in order to get the kind of results that they really want to. So the, I think the new real, the new leadership driver is building organization that is agile. Agile in order to be able to be, to be successful. Agile in order to be able to to survive the terrain. Agile in order to be able to navigate the processes so that they can win. And that's why I think. That the new leadership driver is how do you build agile organization, agile workforce, agile teams in your organization. That's the way to go. Otherwise, you will not be able to drive leadership because we are dealing with great times of uncertainty. We are dealing with the fact that nothing is certain any longer. And I was sharing with um, with a group of um, friends just before I came to the um, to the studio. I said, not even if every organization that is doing well today probably will have to give themselves three, four years. Not like the 10, 20 years they were giving themselves before. Three, four years in which everything that you're doing, somebody will attack it. And so if you do not create the changes before someone attacks it, then you will become irrelevant very soon. And that's why every great leader is probably not sleeping now. They're not resting because they're thinking, who is trying to attack? Who is trying to make my company relevant? Who is trying to to eat into my stream of revenue, always trying to make sure that I am reduced in the eyes of my customer. Those are the things that they are thinking about. Because of the fact that technology is creating, it's unifying, it's equalizing people. And therefore, the great advantages that people have, maybe because of the fact that um, they enter into the market force or because of the fact that they build a great um, reputation force, all those things have been lost. I mean, one of the things that also happened during the uh, pandemic time was that brands did not really matter because of the fact that, any, I mean, people just wanted answers, wanted solutions. So brands was not really the solution. So was anyone that had an answer was going to, was going to, was going to be, was going to be, um, uh, was going to be assessed, you know. And that's one thing that everybody would have to come into contact with. So the new leadership driver would be building organizations that are agile. And that's the way to go. That's the way to go. 
building organizations that are good, building teams that are good, building individuals that are flexible, building processes that are flexible. Process that are flexible that in order to win, they can generate revenues. In order to win, they can generate value. In order to win, not only just to survive, they also must be able to do it at a cost that is beneficial to the promoters or maybe of the business or of the non-profit or whatever it is. That's why the new leadership driver is agility. So today I challenge every leader to think, how agile can you build the organization? How agile can you build the organization? Because that's the way to go. And if you're not building an agile organization, you're probably building an organization that's on its way to its death. So now, I hope you've enjoyed the leadership podcast. And um, if you enjoyed us, please um, subscribe to us and share widely among your friends. And let them know that the i3 podcast is one of those things that would actually build your leadership team and ensure that you could be better, especially in this post-pandemic times that we believe we're going to be entering very, very soon in many parts of the world. God bless you. See you soon.